Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Start your engines. It's the Midas Service Session with Greg Murphy. Trust the team at Midas for your next car service. Well, a little bit of uh, a taste of Iron Maiden there with Wasted Years and it uh, certainly doesn't apply to uh, our next guest because uh, we're talking now to Greg Murphy, of course, and uh, he's done nothing like Waste Any Years. In fact, he's made the most of uh, the last couple and planning for this weekend, which is about to unfold, of course, because it is Bathurst. We know Murph so well on the station. Uh, we've sort of lived this uh, event with him to this point, uh, Murph, so I think you better keep us updated. Good morning to you. Um, what's on the agenda at the moment? Where are you? What are you up to? What's the plan for today? Hey, Smitty. Uh, mate, actually, just uh, at Bathurst, arrived uh, last evening, oh, yesterday afternoon, actually, um, and uh, went up to the, the mountain and had a look around and started to take in the, the vibe and the atmosphere, which is already building. And, um, yeah, today we're, we, I've uh, got a, a bit of, um, media stuff on uh the traditional bathist uh 1000 um what is it uh uh oh, truck parade and the parade through through bathist town and then uh, the traditional sort of autograph session in the middle of the town center and and all those things got to get go to the track later and, and do a track walk which um never one of my favorite things to do <laughs> but um now that i'm driving a bloody car again we're going to go and do that stuff and just start to, to build for for tomorrow when we get on track tomorrow morning for the first uh, first practice session. So uh, it's all as I said to you already. It was all a bit weird, mate, going back to um, doing these things that are, are all part of a, a driver's build up. Um, I've uh, it's been a long time since I've done any of that, and here I am um, getting ready to do it all again. So it's a, it's a bit of a strange feeling, to be honest. Couple of things out of that, Murph. First of all, none of us uh, listening um, to you will get the experience of doing a track walk as such. So what does that entail? Well, it's pretty. It's actually reasonably self-explanatory. Um, we, we, as a team, um, engineers, um, data engineers, and and the, the drivers, um, uh, and anyone that really probably can can contribute to. Um, you know, uh, talking about the speed of the car on the racetrack and what the car's doing, will uh, wander off around the 6.2 kilometres of of, of, the, of Mount Panorama racetrack and and uh, sort of just talk the talk and probably talk a lot of rubbish uh, as we as we wander around the circuit and just uh, you know try and um, you know bring up anything that might be of, of interest or or, or uh, important um, as we you know before we get onto the track and the cars and. The, and do the practice session. So, it's, um, yeah, it, there's, <laughs> I'm not sure why we do it, to be honest. Sometimes um, this is uh, something that uh, seems to be more traditional and something mm-hmm. that other teams do. So if we're not, if you're not doing it, then you're doing something wrong kind of arrangement. But, um, um, yeah, it's, it's it's something that happens at most of the racetracks, really, that the, the drivers and the engineers, they go off and do. So we'll just wander around. Anyone, Someone will make some notes, poss- possibly, and, and uh, we'll see if any of it becomes relevant um, during the... The practice sessions. 
Mithra, now that you're back there, you're, you're back part of it. Um, how have uh, how have you been received? I mean, a, a lot of these guys you would never have driven in races with. Some you would have. Uh, some of the the veterans, and I've been most uh, polite here in saying that uh, you would have raced against before, but some you wouldn't have. How, how's how's it gone uh, socially and, and uh, in terms of greetings, etc. Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't really. Um uh, got together with uh, the entire group as such as yet. Um, you know, the, we've sort of been doing our own thing, and you know, um, effectively today really will be the, the first time that sort of everybody who's in the race will be be together. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's drivers and guys that I, I you know keep in touch with, and that um, you know have much uh, stronger relationships with than others. And um, there's plenty plenty in the field that uh, really couldn't give a flying toss about um, you know a wild card. Uh, entry and, and as far as I'm concerned it's just another car that's in the way uh, on the racetrack so um, you know uh, sports people and a lot of sports people race car drivers included are, you know are so focused on what they're what they're doing themselves that um, you know um, any noise that's made outside what they're doing is uh, is literally just that just noise but um, you know it's good to to have a laugh with uh, um, some of the guys that I am you know, closer with in the in the field, and and you know, there's um, you know a lot of drivers in there that I've got a lot of a lot of time and respect for, and enjoy the company of. But um, you know, everyone's got a job to do, effectively, and uh, you know, that everyone is very focused. Um, you know, there's a, all the main game drivers and, and co-drivers. You know, there's a lot of pressure and expectation on, on them, so you know, they're, they're pretty focused on, on what they're doing. Um, so unfortunately, not a lot of time for uh, for socialising. Um, this week, uh, you know, the series heads come on pretty pretty soon, and and everyone um, gets gets to work. Holden, farewells uh, um, Bathurst this weekend. Uh, what does that mean for the teams that are currently invo- um, involved in running Holdens? Yeah, it's, it's a really good question. I mean, it, it it is significant in that respect, and and I, I think um, a little bit of that has probably fallen by the wayside and sort of disappeared, you know, the, the official announcement for Holden, you know, re- leaving the sport is sort of a, a, a thing of the past and, and it's been accepted and moved on. I mean, I think the fans will, will be will be uh, really thinking about that. And I think, there's, you know, subliminally too, the, the teams that are running the cars and um, specifically those that have had a really strong attachment to the Holden brand over the years, you know, there'll, be, there'll definitely be, um, I think, a, a strong feeling about about this being last for a Holden bodied bodied car, um, and I, I sort of feel that for me it's actually you know quite poignant that it's um, that it's happening and I'm actually driving again. It's, it's a, a little it's an add on for sure for me to to be part of this for the last time that um, a Holden bodied car is on the racetrack. So yeah, I think uh, it, I don't know if there's going to be too much focus on it or not, but. There's definitely a strong relevance um, to a lot of people, and and you know everyone's uh, will have um, you know everyone on the mountain this week will have long strong memories, regardless if you're a Ford, Holden, yeah. a Ford or a Holden supporter. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm hoping something actually is planned or mentioned about it because it, it does deserve deserve that recognition for sure. But um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's it's great to be here and, and actually have that as also something that um, that is, is happening this weekend. Uh, they won thirty five out of fifty four that they've been involved in. Um, that's a, <laughs> a much higher ratio. That's a hell of a ratio when you you think about dominance in sport. Uh, that that's a terrific legacy to leave behind. 
Oh, massive, mate, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I lived and drove and was part of supercars through a, um, an incredibly powerful time um, where there was such such you know strong feelings and, and battles between you know the Blue Oval and the and the Holden Line and and um, you know those those things are going to stand forever. Those memories will stand forever. And, and, and in many cases, you know the that, that that sort of period that I was involved in the sport when it was so strong. You know those were those were the heydays of of the competition and the red versus blue and and. Um, you know, the the it's just that's what put supercars, you know, on the map. What what made supercars so strong, and and you know, created so many fans and so many memories um, in motorsport in Australasia was was because of the the, the contribution and the commitment that um, Ford and, and Holden had with the sport. I mean, uh, the large car market, the Falcon, the Commodore, you know, dominated sales. Um, in New Zealand and Australia for, for a very long period of time. And, um, you know, the, it's just, yeah, it's amazing to have been a part of it. So, you know, there's, there's um, a lot of, a lot of people will be uh, pretty sad this weekend to, to see the end of it. So, um, yeah, the, the Commodore has been hugely successful and, and, you know, really probably, um, put on the map when it, when it was released by, um, by Peter Brock, you know, um, he was the man that, uh, I think mean, championed the, the brand for so long, but also, you know, that particular model of car. Um, there's been a comment uh, from Will Davison uh, calling for teams to be allowed to put full-time drivers together in, in, in cars. What, what do you make of that? Yeah, um, I, you know, I think it's been thought about over the years. There was, there was a fair bit of conjecture back when it, it was um, uh, taken away. Um, I think I think it was 2009 was the last year that the that the main drivers could drive together from memory, um, and so it's it's been since that day it's been you know you've been forced into having a um, a co-driver that's not full time in the championship, um, and I I think it works. I, I'm I'm an advocate for as it stands. Um, I think we've adjusted and it's, it's something that happens that that works and and um, so be it. I think it it would. It would take away the, the you know, the, the the amount of competition, um, personally, that um, that happens in, in this race, um, because you would have less cars, you know, really competing at the front. Yes, uh, two main drivers driving together, um, you know, creates a, an excitement around uh, the speed and the battles with with uh, the cars, but. I just don't think it makes the field as com- uh, competitive as what uh, as what it is at the moment. So I, I don't personally. I don't. I, it's not something I've thought about for a long time, and um, and I I don't think it should change. I think uh, we've we've um, got into a space where it's it's working and it's working well, and and um, I don't see a need for it. So I was I was a little bit uh, uh, surprised to see his, that comment come out. Because um, I don't think anyone's really talked about it for for quite a while, but um, you know he's, he's very much entitled to to his opinion on that one. And and um, but I, I don't I don't see it changing. You're driving, of course, uh, co-driving with Richie Stanaway. Um, have you had an opportunity uh, to uh, talk tactics, uh, strategies? <laughs> yeah, we've we've talked a lot. We've um, we've spent a lot of time together over the last. Um, few months and and we had our final uh test uh only last week actually um at winton and and um it's a 
bloody long drive uh, from Melbourne up to up to Winton Racetrack and back again. So, yeah, a lot of time to talk about things. I mean, it, I think the the strategy side of things sort of comes into you've got you've obviously got uh, ideas and and, and plans um, that exist through through you know knowing what um, probably the ideal strategy is and and based on, you know, on history um, and how it should happen and being that he's the, the main driver, he will be doing the, you know, the majority of, of the driving and the idea of a co-driver, which is neat, is to, you know, support that and, and in some cases, you know, um, do quite a lot less. The minimum amount of laps you've got to do as a co-driver is 54. So you've got to complete 54 laps before uh, to, to um, obviously cover off the rules. Um, so how that happens, there's, there's a multitude, way, multitude of ways to be able to do that, um, but there is a, um, you know, uh, a structure and a strategy to that that seems to be the optimum, So um, which involves me starting the race, which I'm not very keen on. But, um, mm. it's, uh, yeah, we, we do have to play that out because also the weather plays a part and the weather this weekend is, is looking pretty average. So all our planning and plans around practice and all that kind of stuff could very much be thrown out the window tomorrow morning. Um, if the weather forecast is, is true to its word, I don't know. I don't know if you're allowed to uh, have tips now that you're driving. But uh, would you say it's uh, Shane Van Gisbergen's <laughs> to lose? Is it his to lose? Do you think? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think probably that's the case because because of this, this race is is just such a, a, a challenge. It's such an endurance effort with so many factors that you do not have control over more than any other race, you know. Um, so many pit stops, you know. There's going to be seven pit stops um, and maybe more depending on what happens with weather and stuff. So it, it's such a long day. Other people's issues and problems can be, can be, can be become part of your day as well. Safety cars, all this stuff. I mean, he's an absolute... Him and Gus are absolute favourites in my book. Um, Shane has just been so fast. But... Um, you know, last year he was probably the favourite. Last year, him and Garth Tander, and then Chaz Most and Lee Holdsworth rolled up and were unbeatable, and 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 had an, an amazing day at the mountain, which which uh, gave him a win. And Shane actually, um, I was watching it last night on TV. Got a, you know, had a tyre issue very late in the piece, and, and ended up finishing nowhere. So, um, you know, these things are just uh, are so difficult to manage, and and you never you never think you're going to win it. You never think you're going to win. All the years I won it, you know, it's like there's so much stuff that can go wrong here. How the hell can we possibly be the ones that are chosen at the end of a thousand kilometres to, to cross the line first? So, you know, you go into this with open eyes and you don't go into it thinking that you're going to win. You go into it <clears throat> just hoping that um, that you don't have any problems. And if you don't have any problems and you've got a fast car, well, you are going to be somewhere close to the front of the finish. So I'm sure that's the way Shane's thinking about it. Um, he's definitely... You know, had just this most incredible year um, after his result at the rally, rally uh, WRC rally last weekend in New Zealand. He'll be on a high. Um, his confidence level will be huge, and and that makes him incredibly powerful. And um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing what he can do this weekend for sure. Greg Murphy, um, as one of our uh, SENZ brothers, uh, of course, uh, we all at the station wish you all the best. Uh, we've got a lot of texts coming in. Motor racing fans around uh, this part of the world obviously wish you all the best as well. Uh, most of all, Murph, uh, stay safe and enjoy. It's going to be a special occasion for you. Thank you for your time. Thanks, really. Cheers, buddy. Appreciate it.
Just uh, talk to you next week after it's all said and done. Thank you. Uh, Greg Murphy there, uh, out of Bathurst, uh, with all the formalities to go through leading into the big race this weekend. Um, I would imagine there's a few nerves, a few nerves, but uh, been there, done that, got uh, a zillion T-shirts, has Murph. It is uh, 10.19 uh, when we return, Tony Johnson and Ben Castle on the upcoming quarterfinals in the Bunnings NPC. That was the Midas Service Session with Greg Murphy. Don't let an overdue service cost you more in the long run. See the team at Midas. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.